What's happening, weirdos? Okay, Val's got to get somebody at the I door. Go. She's got to go. She's in the episode, though, and it's awesome. Come see me on the road. Go to PeteHolmes.com. And this is an awesome chat. <laughs> I, I'm trying to not be rushed, but I feel like Brody's going to start barking any second now. Come see me on the road. Go to PeteHolmes.com. We love this chat. It was awesome. Val has so much incredible wisdom and laughs. So I'm so glad you guys are here. Uh, I'm going to say happy holidays. Uh, and speaking of the holidays, what a great time to get uh, a loved one or yourself a Pete's pick. Not only to give them something that I love and has uh, made my life better, but also to show your support of the show. If you like the show, get a Pete's pick. It's that simple. And uh, let's listen to those ads and then we'll roll right in. These are actually products that I actually use and actually love, like the Perfect Gene, which is exactly what it's called, the Perfect Gene. I've been looking for these pants my entire life. I literally own five pairs of the Perfect Jeans in five different colors and I just rotate. I wear them year round. I wear them to casual things. I've worn them to fancy premieres with a jacket and jeans that look with nice sneakers. They look fantastic. They look like designer jeans, but they're only 60 bucks with the promo code, which is awesome. And they don't feel like designer jeans. Designer jeans feel terrible. There's no give. There's no give. There's no bend. These are 2% rate, um, 2% 2% spandex, 2.5% rayon. There, I got it out. And they provide extra comfort and movement that your man parts require. That means these, gens, these jeans stretch so your nuts ain't crushed, thereby providing the only true home for your bone. I've bought so many of these and there's no looking back. And here's my favorite part. They last. They are made with the best sewing techniques and premium highest quality materials to provide you maximum durability. So not only are they incredibly soft, but they last an incredibly long time. I hate replacing jeans and I haven't had to replace my perfect jeans yet. It's so wonderful to know it's one and done. Buy them in every cut, buy them in every color. Know you're going to look great. Know you're going to feel great. Best of all, they're not khakis. Fuck your khakis and spare your nuts. The perfect gene for the perfectly imperfect man. Just 60 bucks when you use code WEIRDO at checkout and show your support of the show. Liberate your lower limbs with the one and only perfect gene, whether you're working with lemons or lentils, a three-leaf clover, or a big ol' eggplant. The perfect gene has got you covered. Take a peek at www.theperfectgene, that's with a J, the perfect J-E-A-N, NYC and use code WEIRDO for 25% off at checkout. That's the perfect gene.nyc, code WEIRDO for 25% off at checkout. This episode is also brought to us by our friends at Onnit, maker of my favorite nootropic, Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain has absolutely changed my life. It's changed my relationship to work, focus, and creativity. It is a nootropic. It's like a, it's like fish food for your brain. It is not a stimulant. It's not like caffeine or an energy drink. It is just simply earth-grown ingredients that have been perfectly dialed in to help you maximize your focus, your concentration, and for me, my creativity. For the past almost 10 years now, I haven't done a podcast. I haven't written a script. I haven't done stand-up. I haven't even gone on a date or uh, sat down to answer a bunch of emails without taking two or three Alpha Brain about 15 minutes before I need to be dialed in and get into that zone. You absolutely feel the difference. It is a dialed in, wonderful feeling that your brain has everything it needs to, fa- to function at its highest level. So if you do something that involves your brain, and chances are you do, why not give yourself that advantage? I keep it in my car, in my carry-on for travel. I keep it in my office. It's in the pockets of my jackets. I even just started trying Alpha Brain Black Label, which is impossibly even better. I love it. It's changed my life. And the best way to know if you like it is to try it. Go to onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T.com slash weird. You'll get 10% off everything you see on that landing page. Plus, show your support of the show. That's onnit.com slash weird. Get into it and get your noodle cooking with gas. Never said that before. Last but not least, do you like podcasts? Sure you do. Maybe even think about even starting a podcast or maybe recording a music album. That's what people call the music albums. Or maybe you want to do some voiceover for that cartoon you want to upload to YouTube. I don't know. But chances are you want high quality studio sound without paying high ass studio prices. Well, Luckily, our friends at Blue Microphones have got you covered. I'm currently speaking into a Blue Microphone. That's why I sound so fantastic. This is a Blue Sona 
XLR mic for podcasters. It is incredible. And even before we had these guys, for years we were recording this podcast on their most famous mic, the Blue Yeti, which is the simplest USB mic you can find that sounds incredible and is incredibly easy to use, even if you're new to recording. It's also the only USB mic that I found that has different settings for solo, meaning the mic points just at you, uh, sitting across from somebody, meaning it points at both directions, or omnidirectional where it records everything in the room. So cool that you can have those different settings. So if you're doing it solo, like Bill Burr, an interview like this podcast, or just trying to record an entire sound experience, the mic has got you covered. They're made by the same company that make, that make high-end studio mics that have been used on a lot of big records. Blue has been around for more than 20 years, so you know you can trust them. And today, Blue is part of Logitech for Creators. So show your support of this podcast and get your auditory dreams rolling by going to bluemic.com and use promo code WEIRD for a special deal on any Blue microphone. That's bluemic.com dot com blue mic dot com and use promo code weird for a special deal on any blue mic and show your support of the show all right everybody thanks for being here let's listen to this week's we made it weird get into it check 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 chickity chickity china chickity china the chinese chicken chickity Chickity China, the Chinese chi- Chinese 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 chicken. Chinese chicken. My mom used to make Chinese chicken. What does that mean? General gows, as you <laughs> like to say. <laughs> no. I wish it was deep fried general gows. That would have been incredible. Mm. Uh, no, it was um, it was uh, the most disappointing uh, dish. Sorry, mom. <laughs> but like when you're a kid. And your mom says, do you want Chinese? I pictured her in her car listening to this <laughs> and then just turning the radio down, like off, but and like then, by doing the dial yeah. and then just sitting in her car alone, disappointed. Yeah. No, I think she knew. Here's the problem. What she meant by Chinese chicken. Yes. Was uh, like a chicken stir fry. Okay. And no kid, when you're like, do you want to hit the Chinese restaurant, hit the buffet? No one's like, oh, good. They have like, you Ve- know, vegetable vegetables and chunks of chicken. Yeah. In a ginger sauce. Ginger. You show me someone's response to ginger. I'll tell you how old they are. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. That is so true. Because I, gi- I got really into ginger. Well, it started by pickled ginger in my 20s, but like now I'm want I'm drinking ginger tea right now, man. Are you? I can't get enough. Dude, I did a shot of ginger yesterday cuz everybody, I mean everybody's getting sick. Oh my god. Total moon. Dear Jesus. Dear Jeebs. <laughs> please don't let us get sick. I know. Uh, and I'm praying for everybody listening and I have my hands what how would you do they describe this? Intertwined. Intertwined. You know, like I was always this. Were you yeah, this? You can't do this. I'm not doing palms like straight the, up. What am I a geek? <laughs> what am Well, it's like a Catholic prayer card. Yeah, yeah. I think and you see sometimes the scariest people have the prayer hands tattoo. Have you noticed this? There's like a rosary around it. And it's like, it's this. It's it's like you're high-fiving yourself. They're like, you better pray because I'm near you and I'm dangerous. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not them praying. It's It's them telling you what you should do because there's a butterfly knife coming. (laughs) Yeah, I remember making a intentional decision to be the intertwined hands and not the palms straight up hands praying. Yeah. It's more, it's this just, is, this is rigid. This is rigid. The, the, it's the, like two the high towers. Five style, it's two towers. <laughs> You're coming at God going like, Hey, I, look, I'm making a pointy thing towards you. I think, I think that's really the point is like, yeah. this is the blade you hold up to God being like, come on. And, and <laughs> intertwined looks like a, it's, like, precious. it's, a, it's, it's like, like a cinnamon bun. Like God and I are holding hands and I'm like, you don't have human hands, so I'll do it for us. Let me do it for you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Leela has been sick and we've been getting rocked. Oh, I have been with her rocked day and night, guys, do night you and tune day in to hear how unhappy we are. <laughs> do you? We'll wait do for you, you to answer. Wait, like, let's wait for them to answer. Oh, oh, uh, oh. oh, that's not at all what I was expecting. We thought, 
Uh, it's like a, the kids show, like Dora the Explorer or whatever, where they ask a question and then they just stare at the camera waiting for the kids to answer. I've seen it work with Lilo. They go, did that cure his hiccups? And Lilo goes, no. And they go, that's right, it didn't. Oh, that's so like, cute. What does she think is happening? Can I, I share my... We'll get, we're not going to forget to talk about how rocked we are. I mean, but let's... I, mm, Let's just drop it because I'm tired of thinking about it. I just, had the, I just had the new magic mind. They improved it. What this is isn't it? an ad. What? I just drank one. You did. This is this is 4.0, meaning the fourth iteration. You're going to like it. How did they improve it? More honey? <laughs> <laughs> well, they did. They smoothed out. This is boring. You guys don't care. I just had a magic mind and, and they improved it and I liked it. We I'm don't have to talk about it. I'm excited to have a new. If, if that it's were, a new flavor. If that were like a planned ad, I know it definitely wasn't, but that would have been the coolest. Genius. Genius. Yeah. I don't like Perfect wow. genius. <laughs> the perfect gene.nyc <laughs> promo code weird for 16, $60 perfect jeans. I know I say wow. that in jest, but. I love all these things. Yeah. Look, I know I'm jesting. Uh, okay. What was I say? Oh, this is the moment I really wanted to share. Yeah. I didn't even know it. What? One, I'm so happy to be talking with you. So happy to just be talking, period. Lila was home from school yesterday. So happy to be having our, our, our date. And we were talking. I was like, well, maybe in the new year we'll do, we made it weird like once, twice a month instead of four times a month. Yeah. Not, not just because I was completely exhausted. We'll get into that. But- then today, after just a little rest and Leela being at school, just one day, I was like, what are we, crazy? It's like when couples put sex on the calendar, yeah. I said to you this morning. Yeah. I was like, to, to insist that they stay close. Yeah. I was like, that's what this pot is. So I'm so happy. You're listening to our sex. Audio sex. <laughs> <gasps> Audio sex pod. That's got to be a thing. Just like. Or like Audio Sex has to be like the name of like an amateur company. record label or Audio something. Audio sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not an audiophile. I'm more like a boobophile. <laughs> like I'm, not I'm an audiophile, but for boobs. Not a francophile. I'm, I'm yeah. a I, I love France, but I just love big old swinging ding-dongs. Um, uh, I was going to yeah. say, so Leela and I sat down. This is one of those things. I'm going to give it the umbrella topic of I am aware that this is going to sound like nothing. Meaning... <laughs> So many of what I consider to be the most deep spiritual truths, when you write them out or say them, seem like complete snooze fests until you have the experience, like it hits you. Mm. It shows up like Christmas presents when you were eight. Like it's just Mm -hmm. this like magic feeling. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you understand what Rumi and Hafiz and everybody was saying. Mm. And this is when it hit me. It was really a profound, beautiful moment. And I haven't quite, I wouldn't say recovered, but I haven't like returned to my usual dismissal of the magic of reality, (laughs) which of course we're all working on. Uh, But we're sitting, Leela and I were going to watch TV. And one of the shows that she and I watch together, it's like a daddy daughter show, is it's on Disney Plus. It's the original Spider-Man cartoon from the 70s. Mm. And you can tell it's from the 70s because... Every outfit. I mean, they look nude. It's like it's like oh, there's a it's yes. charged with the it's eroticism so of the seventies. Sexually charged. There's yeah. Firestar is is a woman. Her outfit is just like if you put her in a paint program and then clicked her her skin tone on her outfit, it would just be a naked person. Yeah. I'm not complaining. Yeah, <laughs> brother, quite the opposite. I just mean, and then Iceman is ripped and they're all everything. It's just charged. Yeah, but like more than just the drawings. They're very flirty. Everybody's very flirty. Yeah. The banter is very like playboy humor. I, I don't mean sexual, but it's very like, keep it, keep the repartee light. It's the <laughs> ultimate foreplay is a joke. And it's like that. <laughs> it's like, like Spider-Man uh, will get knocked off something by Dr. Octopus and he'll be like, I just unsubscribe. I just canceled my subscription to your fan club. Like it's, it's like very, there's like zingers, but like the feeling of like bathrobe grotto martini zingers, like, yes. well, I just unsubscribed from your fan club <laughs> and yes. then just hardcore fucking. Yes. So the whole thing is very horny and it's very like cigarette stained and I love it. Yeah. And we watch it with our four-year-old daughter. <laughs> well, she doesn't yet have any concept of like right. boobies and butts being naughty. So mm-hmm. it's just it's just fun. Yeah. Uh, so we're watching it. 
and we call it old Spider-Man mm-hmm. because it's the Spider-Man from the seventies. And we start playing it, and then the intro, and it's exact. It's like like web wipes, like a wipe, like Star Wars, a wipe of webs, uh-huh. like goes by, and it goes Marvel's Spider-Man, like that. Mm-hmm. And Leela goes, he said Spider-Man, and I'm like, yeah. And he goes, he didn't say old Spider-Man. And then I'm like, yeah, it's old to us. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, again. I know this isn't going to make any sense, or maybe it won't. But it was this profound realization that there is no old Spider-Man. Right. Old Spider-Man doesn't exist. No. There's just the Spider-Man that we're watching now. Yeah. I And even as I say that, I, I can feel ears glazing over like, who cares? Get real. Like the point of <laughs> like... Bill listens? No rule. Stop saying only the present exists. Okay. Look at my iPhone. Don't tell me I only look at my iPhone in the eternal now, okay? (laughs) But like, what I mean is like, it feels like basic lava lamp shit. But I was like, this only exists because we're looking at it and we're looking at it now. And the thought that it was made in the 70s is just a story we're telling ourselves. It's here and now. It's the Spider-Man we're watching now. And you can intellectualize and be like, it was from a different time. It's only this time. We're watching it now. Like Again, I can't quite explain it. But in that moment, the idea that there's only the Spider-Man you're watching now. Mm-hmm. Well, and it the, doesn't matter when it was made. It was like, it felt like. I know. It when felt you like the really... whole world froze over with like icicle, like ice, you know, like when yeah. a tree freezes over and it becomes very precious because yeah. it looks like a chandelier. Mm. All of reality just kind of felt like that frozen chandelier where I was like, oh shit, dude. Like my baby doesn't know this was made earlier. It's just happening now. Yes. It's just now, Spider-Man. Can you remember the thing that she said where we were like, right, we're teaching her about time right now. Yeah, because I said to her, um, what did you have? I was Because she's been sick, she hasn't oh. been wanting to eat. Yeah. I usually make her a smoothie as we've gone over this. I'm very proud of this. <laughs> yeah. Robert Downey Jr. I usually make her a smoothie, okay? I, I yeah, can't, no, I can't that was good. It. Yeah. It was... I make her a smoothie, okay? A smoothie. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> saying smoothie. I make her a smoothie, okay? <laughs> It's so like it's, I'm, it's, it's getting like worse. Not right, but it's right. You know I'm what I mean? Like her it's... a smoothie, okay? <laughs> when I'm shooting the Avengers, okay? It's not. <laughs> it's not good. Like it's getting downer. worse. Yeah. Okay. I do sound <laughs> like... like a stoner, okay? <laughs> it's not good. But the essence, you're smoothie. you're picking up on something. Something. <laughs> I made. It's boring. She doesn't want smoothies. She doesn't want anything. She yeah. wanted pickles, so she ate two pickles yeah and i was like all right oh that's right like an a. yeah and then we're driving to school and i go Leela, what did you have to eat this morning what was your breakfast because i thought it was funny that she had pickles i wanted her to tell you we didn't take her to school when she was sick we <laughs> i don't know why i feel protective of that this was yesterday she wasn't at it's school. chemical warfare we're spreading this baby everywhere <laughs> yeah. she we were going to lunch oh, okay and she was like she she I don't, I think she guessed like what she normally has, like smoothie or eggies or something like that. And yeah. I was like, no, remember? And I was like, thinking about pickles in my mouth is watering. <laughs> oh, Just love pickles. Uh, she has no need. Uh, yeah. The, the, the book, The Power of Now, which mm-hmm. we recommend. On the daily. On the daily. <laughs> yeah. We, we, I've it's said this before, but when I get Instagram messages Hey, I'm not spiritual, but I'm blue. I'm like, well, read The Power of Now. I just told my poor mom, who was going through a hard time this week, I was like, remember I sent you The Power of Now? Uh, And she was like, I'll read it. And I was like, you definitely won't, which which sucks, but maybe she will. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, that book opens with, I rarely think of the past and have little use for it. Yes. Is the first line of it. Yeah. And he's like, but if you want to bother me, (laughs) I will go back and remember how I got to be this way yeah and that's leela that's leela she's 100%. like percent. what like, do you have for breakfast this morning she's like what yeah get, like and she has to dig back because she's so right she's now in spider-man that exact moment she's only yeah. now spider-man but it's the most 
I'm getting worked up because I can't make myself feel it now. It's the most basic thing. It's the most basic it's thing. Only now. And it's you only know, now. I also remember in the power now he says something about like you'll know that you're doing it. You'll know that you're being fully present because you'll experience a huge relief and peace. And that's what I get. Like that peace when I can do it. It's it's like you're being let off the hook. That's what it feels like to me. Yes. Because so so much of my time is spent and this is true for everybody either worrying about the future or for me it's more about like ruminating over the past and yeah. like how the past is affecting how I feel. And then because I'm doing that, that's true. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I'm like my. You're yanking it into. I'm yanking now. it and, and I'm going, way, it's making me not feel like, why don't I, why do I have anxiety? It's because of my past. It's because of this. And I'm making that all true. And I said this to you yesterday, but I'll say it every day because I have to constantly remind myself when I sound like true Barrymore. Remind myself. Remind myself. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. With a self. You yeah, just I do mean, a little lisp. Even more like Drew, do you head. want a smoothie? <laughs> are you are you guys on these dating apps? <laughs> <gasps> more lisp on the app and then we're there. <laughs> you know who does a really good Drew very more impression? Apparently anyone who takes 30 seconds to <laughs> learn it, because you just did. Well, if I could do it, anybody can. If you can do it, we can have a smoothie. <laughs> I lost it 100%. <laughs> smoothie. I can't do it. Um, Abby Jacobson does a fantastic. Oh, uh, believe, impression. believe, believe. Um, so, oh, but like when you can be present with your feelings, that's the whole thing. It's that that's where that's why like having difficult emotions is such a portal to the present because... Oh, I didn't think you were going to say that. I love it. Go on. Because when, like, so let's say I'm feeling really anxious and, like, most of the time our anxiety is disguised about, like, I'm feeling anxious about work. And you're like, okay, that's cute that, like, your brain tried to, like, assign <laughs> something. Mm -hmm. But really what's happening? So then you sit with it. This is all review over and over for people who listen to me talk on this podcast. But just because, again, it's like my therapist saying, Well, guess what, Belle? I have a fresh batch of anxiety that needs to hear it again. <laughs> Thank you. Need. <laughs> um, it's like how my therapist says how like think about how often we need to hear I love you. It's like we need to hear these truths over and over. So Thanks. So I'm anxious about my job. Okay. It, when I sit and slow down, I notice there's stories going on in my mind about like, well, I'm they're going to figure out I'm a fraud. They're I'm not going to get this on time. I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to lose my money. Okay. So we just let those stories go don't follow them. They're going to happen. You just don't follow them. And and the more you slow down and don't cling on to those, those thoughts, this is basic mindfulness. You can go, what's actually happening right now? Mm. What's happening this second? Oh, there's just energy in my body. <laughs> yeah. And it is the hugest yep. relief because Maybe, you know, anxiety is all like past energy being stored in your body and coming up at, at different moments. But it is actually not that helpful to then go excavating for why, what anxiety is that? Is that because of this happening when I was a kid? Like, it's a little helpful to contextualize, but... If so much of even therapy is about staying there, mm -hmm. it's like we can, and you can stay forever. It's a sneaky way that your mind keeps control is like, let's just keep talking about why, why you have these judgments, why you, you know, I'm just put, like putting it to something that relates to you or you have anxiety too, but like, yeah. let's just stay in the why. And there's, I've heard Eckhart Tolle say the, the, I think it's a Buddhist like parable about, and I've said it before, but uh, like if you get hit in the stomach with an arrow out of nowhere, 
you're not going to go around town being like, or are you going to go around town being like, uh, who hit me with this arrow? Why did they shoot me with an arrow? Like with the arrow in your stomach, or are you going to pull it out and tend to the wound? Yeah. So it doesn't really matter why. And that's, that's what I'm saying is like, that's when that's like writer happy, which is a course in miracles. Do you want to be a writer? Do you want to be happy? Absolutely. The answer, by the way, and you have to be honest, is you want to be right. You want to be right. That's something Jennifer, <laughs> my therapist, says all the time. She's yeah. like, a hundred percent, everybody, it, you can catch yourself. Everybody does it, wanting to be right over yes. happy and wanting the familiar over the new. Yes. So even if the familiar is misery, at least it's familiar. Baby, this just blew my mind reading A Course in Miracles. It was like, illuminating the idea that you want to be guilty too like you Mm. and you want to be in hell like yeah because it's your hell yeah and like if you're holy if i tell you you're holy or you're beloved or you're complete or you're redeemed or whatever you want to say we vanish in that you vanish in the present moment yeah and would rather it just never occurred to me that i was kind of like being devilish and whatever i don't believe in that i'm just saying in certain ways let's Mm. say jerking off or swearing or talking shit or whatever it might be Mm -hmm. because i like the feeling that like it creates this like sizzling oil in my pan this guilt oil that's crackling Mm -hmm. and i'm like at least i'm here at least if you go like you're already one of the things I love about, of course, is the Course in Miracles is like heaven and God or, or you know, the perfect oneness is here now. It exists. Yeah. And we've just sort of like stepped away from it mm-hmm. and we're afraid of going back into it because we'll evaporate. It's it's all this like weird identity specialness addiction. That's all power of now stuff. It is. Yeah. yeah. And you have to come to terms with the fact that you kind of everything you're doing. And we've said this about other people. I'm saying this about me you're doing it because you like it. Even the like, oh man, I looked at big jiggling titties on you porn or whatever it is. Yeah. You love it because you're guilty. And and you can even say, and God is mad at me. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're religious, even that's awesome. Imagine mm-hmm. the fucking president of the fucking <laughs> universe is sending his task force looking for you. Yeah. What a thrill. <laughs> it's the opposite of not existing. God You're is like, special. Oh, get that motherfucker. He won't stop jizzing. Like he won't stop. So you love it. You love it. Yeah. Because one of the greatest, like we, you and I love talking shit. I would say that's maybe our biggest, what I, I don't, it's not even an error. It's just our dirtiest, nasty, delicious pleasure. Mm-hmm. And when we, why do we do it? Because we bond, we bond and we connect. And when we do it with other people, you bond and connect. So there's all of this identity and specialness and and mirroring to each other our specialness by othering whoever it is we're talking shit about. Yes. But like that, so it's not appealing to stop talking shit and just be at peace or or be in heaven now or be one now. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. This isn't abstract. It's like you do start to vanish if you're loving, complete, and whole. Mm-hmm. You do. Because you're yeah. not going to be like, yeah, that fucker sucks. Or, yeah, that person cut you off. What a piece of shit. Like, you, in real time, what you're afraid of happening starts to happen. Right. And I bet Eckhart Tolle, I've tried to get Eckhart Tolle on the podcast for many years now. And I bet hanging out with him might be kind of frustrating to your ego. Oh, to mine. Sure. I'd be like, this piece of shit. And it'd be like, you are yelling at yourself or whatever. Yes, I don't yeah. think he would correct me, but he's not going to join in. No, no, he wouldn't. But I, uh, yeah, well, I just, I love all of that and I agree with all of it. And just to give a little bit more like feminine balance, I'm always worried. Like if you can hear everything that you are struggling with, you like it. And you can like laugh about that, which you can. Michael Gunger's really good at laugh. Like he like there's like a and and I can sometimes get in touch with that. Like this like, <laughs> like yeah, the know, giggle, like, mm. the giggle. Um, that's great. I just want to make sure that it's heard that way and not like it's it's all your fault. You shouldn't be like there are. There's that's a just lot of more shame. the same. Yeah, that's more. We of tried the to you tried to get rid of it, and you actually went in the back door and went like, "And I'm like, doing this." You just fucking yeah. stepped in it again. Yes, the, that's right. The innocence principle mm-hmm. is really hard, and what I'm learning in a course in miracles is it's like just trying to drill into you. I was telling you this morning mm-hmm. over coffee. I was like, it's actually 
the course, a course in miracles and, and the biblical Jesus are, are at loggerheads. I'll say they, mm-hmm. they don't, it's not the same thought system, mm-hmm. but one of the things they do have in common is like, you're innocent. Christianity might add because someone was sacrificed and God knows you, Valerie, to be innocent. Of course, it would be like, fuck Valerie, fuck sacrifice. Nothing's <laughs> happening. No error was made. You're innocent. Yeah. And like, stop it. So stop being guilty. Your job is to just own mm. that you are okay. Mm. And guess where that happens? In the present. Right. In, that's what Eckhart Tolle is laughing about. Yeah. To, to your point, I completely understand that that might be not only unwelcome, but like threatening offensive language if you're, if you're suffering right now. So the, I appreciate your correction there. Right. It, it is just, it, it's just being clear about how it's intended to be. Right. And not not like you wanted this. You're oh, you're depressed. It's because you want it. You know what I mean? Like some people could hear it totally. that way. Um, but also the the you know this is all just semantics, but it's helpful for me. The like vanishing thing can be really scary. Obviously, I've spoken many times about this about like that being scary for my trauma is like vanishing. Yeah, but scary for your boy too. It really is your ego that's vanishing it's an or this is what buddhists would say which i i kind of prefer this language you are just you're you've stopped identifying as the ego and you're instead identifying as your real true self your mind or soul yeah Yeah. so it's not like any part of you is actually like going anywhere you are just identifying with the reality the real thing reality yes. and it's a relief if if it doesn't feel like a relief because i to your ego it feels scary it, challenge challenging but once it happens once you kind of click into the identifying as your true essence that shouldn't feel scary no. otherwise you that's something else you're you're like dissociating yes and that is where the line gets really kind of blurry and that's tricky um so even that, like, you know, sitting and, and meditating and you're like, cause I've done this before where I'm like, I start to panic, like trauma panic. Cause I'm starting to dissociate. Um, and I'm like, well, I think this is just like my ego resisting it and I should just like sit and be with it. That's not good. Don't do that. Now, <laughs> I'm glad you're addressing this two things. What I was reading in the, the course in a course in miracles this morning was, addressing this exact point. It was like the ego isn't destroyed. It's re, uh, something about like retrained, meaning it's selfish Mm. by nature Mm -hmm. and it needs to be like reprogrammed or, or or just returned to the truth, which is infinite abundant sharing and oneness and, and losing that individual identity ness. What, what did you just say? Cause I had this other thing. Um, the ego, like resisting. Oh yeah. I'm backstage. I did this show. I'm backstage. (laughs) Picture it. Picture this. The sound of the audience. Well, (laughs) this was that show. I don't think we talked much about this. It ended up being really nice. This woman named Lizzie, um, had a a private birthday party. Oh, did we talk about this? No, we haven't had any chance to talk. Yeah, I know. Uh, But not on the pod either. No. Every once in a while, very, very rarely, maybe a few couple times a year, something you know, there's column A, there's column B, then there's column X7. (laughs) And X7 is like strange gigs that comedians are sometimes given. I actually had another one just come in for some 13 year old children in Florida. (laughs) I don't think it's going to work out, but I was like, sure, I'll do 30 (laughs) minutes of clean stuff for a bunch of 13 year olds in Florida. That sounds like a trip, but uh, you don't expect it to be gangbusters. I went to Charlotte where I'm coming again to do like an open show, but this is a private birthday party mm. in Charlotte. So I'm backstage. Boy, I can't believe we haven't talked about this. There's a lot of funny things about this. Mm. Um, boy, I want to get the guy's name right. I'm with the I'm with the opener, and I was I I don't know what it was. I had been really cramming a lot of this course stuff in because mm. when I'm traveling, I'm on planes, I'm in airports, and there's delays and just a lot of time to myself. So I tend to do a lot of this studying sort of stuff, and I started to get kind of freaked out. Like mm. I wasn't I wasn't. Uh, it's because I did the breathing exercise that you and I talk about 
a lot. So mm-hmm. I coupled the studying, then I did this breath work exercise, and then I left Earth. Mm. And and it wasn't in the good way. Yeah. I, and I was like, I have a show in like 40, no, it was like an hour and a half. Yeah. It's like, I have to be there in an hour and a half. Mm. And I did this breath work and I was doing all this coursework and my lesson for the day and all that stuff. And I was just like completely untethered. untethered. Wow. And just floating away. And there were parts of that that were exciting and excellent. But when I was backstage, I remember being like, because I had to come back to do the show. I know this sounds kind of insane, but I was like, I have to, I have something to do on this plane. <laughs> but I was also just totally scared. I was like, really like, I don't like this. I don't like this. When I'm not scared, I always go like, why didn't I just go, I'm scared. This is the experience that's happening. This is uh, my whole right? life. <laughs> I am scared, almost like a drug trip or something. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy it. I'm a human being that is scared. Yeah. And I'm here to say, I am not there yet. When I'm scared, I'm scared. And I go like, I'm too scared to go like, but everything's okay. I was just going like- your reality. All the scariest parts of the course or the most uncomfortable parts of the course started coming up like, this isn't real. This is a dream. God doesn't know about me, by the way, which is the idea that if God is perfect oneness, it doesn't know separation. So this dream is just for us. Like, it's just like, (laughs) we're just kind of like over here playing. Mm -hmm. God can only know perfect oneness is only perfect oneness. So it's not perfect oneness that also sometimes looks at his iPhone and goes, oh, Pete's uh, jerking off again. There's a Mm -hmm. relief to it yeah, because he's not this this judge, jury, executioner watching us. But there's also something kind of like, so you mean this is just a puppet show? Mm. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we're just puppets? Like it's scary. Yeah. So I was sort of freaking out. And uh, I remember after I came down from the breath work, I ate, and you know, everyone everyone knows I don't eat meat. I went out, ate a turkey sandwich. Mm-hmm. You needed protein. It's real. I, but I also wanted like down in the dirt, <laughs> dirty bird. Dirty bird. <laughs> like, Give I me want, that dirty bird. Do you have a turkey that was like, I don't know, smoked cigarettes and was always <laughs> leaning on the fence post? And like, I want the downest, dustiest bird you have. Yeah. And I and I ate four Twix. That's what they had. Mm. If, it, if there were the two Twix, I would have bought the two Twix. But they had the Fort Twix. So I went ahead and I ate the Fort Twix. <laughs> I was just desperately trying to come back to earth and eating. I was, you should have seen me alone in my hotel room. I was eating like, oh, nah. I was eating it like somebody on the moon would have eaten rocks to keep themselves from floating into infinite blackness. Uh-huh. Like I, was I... Eat, I wasn't eating food. I was eating weight. I can't even tell you how much I can yeah, relate to that. Yeah, that's why I was that. excited to tell this you. This is, is like so, this is like a you thing. This is like what it feels like. It made to be me Valerie. scared to do the breath work again, but then then it was only because I had the show that the anxiety, like feeling that well, way on its own. Well, and it was the combo, and you already are untethered when you move. When you said you combo. Travel. I also got a bag <laughs> of combos, and we all know the bag. It's not a single serving. It's not a party size, but it's too big for one person. And I took it down. I took it down. Ooh, Ooh, it was peanut uh, butter, peanut butter, right? Pretzel Not cheddar cheese. Oh, uh, the cheddar cheese. That cheddar cheese in a combo. Ooh. What food is that? That's, you know what it is? It's like, that's it's like if death somebody, in a bun right there, but I fucking you loved out. it. It is, it's one of, I mean, I don't know if I would like it now, but when I was a kid, it was one of my favorite because the texture is like gritty. It's almost, oh, yeah. it's almost like it's if gritty. you took like a powdered, like from a um, mac and cheese. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. And you just put a, a little bit of water. Bit of water. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's what, it is. what it is. Powdered cheese. In a circle tube. Ugh. And by the way, when they make them, is it a long tube? It's got to be that they and cut. And they cut, yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. They're not. Elves aren't But it's before individually they toast wrapping. it. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'd love and to watch a... How they make it or yeah. how it's made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you don't have to be stoned. Yeah. I haven't done, I haven't done the weed in such a long time. I was so tempted this week. Oh. Because we shot, I'm happy to announce, we shot new Batman videos, which mm-hmm. are going to be out in the new year. Very there's exciting. a little, there's a little cheesy teasy. I shot a pr- presentation pilot for like a really fun thing I'm excited about, and I had to turn in an outline for a script. Mm-hmm. As I'm saying this, I'm counting me lucky charms over here. I'm like, <laughs> what a fucking lucky boy to have yeah. three jobs. But they all circled in at, at the, the same, same week. They were all yeah. due the same week. Yeah. And I was saying to um, 
Sarah Schaefer, actually, I was like, you know, when you're so stressed, you stop liking yourself. Mm. Like you don't have energy to even be inside pleasant. Oh. So you're like, God, this guy sucks. By the way, I, because being angry or perceived as unlikable is like my biggest fear. Allow this pop up. Nobody knew. There right. were no outbursts or no. rude remarks. The closest it came was I was wearing my Batman outfit. And the mask is the worst part. It's like pulling on my face. It's so uncomfortable. I was literally wearing it for 12 hours with breaks. And we re- yelled cut on it. I, I go, or, or our director, I'm like, I'm going to take this off. He's like, take it off, baby. I took it off. Felt so good. Mm. I'd been deliberately leaving it on. I could have taken it off. But it's so hard to put on. Yeah. It's so hard to put on. I bet. It's it, The feeling of putting it on would be like... I don't know, the feeling of being suffocated kind of. It's just like mm. the squish suffocate. The worst. Yeah. Because it's too small for me. Clearly, I have that big fuckhead. <laughs> and I, go, I take it off and I'm like, ah, oh, I feel so good. And then Oren goes, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. We have to do still photos. And I was just like, I was as close as I get to being like, I always hear Sandler something. You've got to tell me yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And he and Oren just goes, your face, you look so sad. And I was like. I was so sad, but more than sad, I wanted him to know how mad I was that he could have just said, leave your mat. Like I was just, oh, this is very Course in Miracles. Like I was wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong. Excuse me. You were wrong. I've been wronged. I am the victim. Yes. Is like the juiciest fruit on the tree. Mm-hmm. And it was really mm-hmm. in that moment, very tempting to eat it. I just, I was just quiet for a little bit. And then somebody said, just try to think of when, you back when you were excited to put the Batman mask on, Aww. and I went, yeah, two thousand seven, because <laughs> that's the first one we did, or something. <laughs> not even true. And then I immediately went, that's not true. This is a privilege, but it, it's still, I so grumpy. Yeah. All this is coming back to like, I wanted weed. Yeah. When I came home, so the three project wrap. I'm so pl- happy about that. Mm-hmm. Came home, my back hurts, my head hurts, like I have a headache, neck ache, all these pains. My my nose. Remember, I got that cut on my nose. Yeah, it was probably from the mask. Probably. And I was like, just have some weed. It's like a hot tub inside. By the way, no judgment to people. Like hot tub inside. Yeah, it's a hot tub inside. Mm-hmm. By the way, if anyone's even listening to the stone, there's no judgment. Like, do it. Yeah. I'm saying for old Petey, if I take that five milligram weed blueberry, mm-hmm. um, today, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Yeah. Zero chance. Yeah. And I'm gonna do it every day. For 30 days. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to go, fuck this shit. It's clouding my mind. It doesn't work for me. Right. I just can't. I just can't. Mm-hmm. And third organic pizza pick mentioned the next Evo stress gummies were yeah. a real lifesaver because at yeah. least Melania said this to me once. CBD like, and adaptogens. Yes. Yeah. He's like, you want something. Yeah. When you get sober, you need to have. And I know I'm not sober because I occasionally do drugs, but like I'm just saying, so like I've gotten notes about that. Mm-hmm. I don't drink. And I haven't been doing weed. So I, I haven't even been taking drugs yeah. because I could say I'm sober. But he's like, you still want something at the end of the day. And he goes, this was like over 10 years ago. He goes, even if it's a glass of tea. Yeah. And, I, and that's really true. And that's what you those gotta, You have to have like were. a marker. I know. Yeah. I. Uh... Oh, go back to, I, I floated off the earth and ate the turkey sandwich and all that stuff. That, that was your fertile area. Well, I. Oh, wait, let's do the minerals and then we'll come back to you. Okay. Sorry. That <laughs> no. was so rude. No, it's That not. was so rude. But this will be great. When we come back, we are going to hear from Val. Val, you have so many thoughts about being untethered mm. and my panic eating combos and turkey to come back <laughs> to the earth <laughs> and, and how you can't rationalize fear. <laughs> so much to say about it. We'll just be back in two minutes right after this. Let me just tell you, I was just talking to somebody about ketamine therapy and how much it changed their lives. And let's be honest, you just need to take better care of yourself is not an appropriate response for people struggling with their mental health. You know, you live with it. Sometimes you need something more to achieve a real and lasting breakthrough. Well, maybe it's time to check out a guided ketamine therapy program from our friends at MindBloom. The struggles we face for our mental health can loom large over our lives, maybe even yours, maybe someone you love, maybe you've tried everything. 
or have you? Mindbloom is the solution for the next chapter in mental health and well-being. Mindbloom is the leader in at-home ketamine therapy, offering a combination of science-backed medicines with clinician and guide support for people looking to improve their mental health and well-being. Mindbloom connects patients to licensed psychiatric clinicians to help them achieve better outcomes with lower costs, greater convenience, and an artfully crafted experience. To begin, you take Mindbloom's online assessment and schedule a video consult with a licensed clinician to determine if Mindbloom is right for you. If approved, you'll discuss your health history and goals for mental health and, and treatment with your clinician to tailor your Mindbloom regimen. Mindbloom will then send you a kit in the mail complete with medicine, treatment materials, and tips for getting the most out of your experience. After, listen to this, after only two sessions, 87% of Mindbloom clients reported improvements in depression and 85% reported improvements in anxiety. So it is time to enter the next chapter in mental health and well-being. Let Mind Bloom guide you. Right now, Mind Bloom is offering our listeners $100 off your first six-session program when you sign up at mindbloom.com slash YMIW, like you made it weird, YMIW, and use promo code YMIW at checkout. That's go to mindbloom.com slash YMIW, promo code YMIW, for $100 off your first six-session program today. One last time, mindbloom.com slash YMIW, promo code YMIW. This episode is also brought to us by our friends at PYM Choose. For those of you watching the video, I'm holding up the delightful yellow box right now. PYM, prepare your mind. These chews help you manage feelings of stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. It's wonderful. I love it. I swear by it when you're feeling worried, when you're feeling stressed out, or as we like to say on We Made It Weird, Val and I always talk about having a bee in your belly. I can't tell you how many times I just can't quite put my finger on what's going on, but I just feel a little bit underwater, stressed out, and I get a little bit fight, fight, freeze. I'll freeze and I won't be able to do anything. Pop in two of these delicious natural citrus flavored, no sugar added chews, and really within minutes you start to feel more centered, calm, and in control. I love them so much. As soon as I tried them the first time, I subscribed my mom and my brother, just so happy to find something for anxiety and stress that is natural, non-addictive, and non-psychoactive, a solution that is just that simple. I like taking it at the start of my day that eases me into whatever it is I have to undertake, but I also take them at the end of the day to help me wind down and relax away the stress of the day. How does it work? PYM Choose are comprised of proven amino acids. This is not woo-woo. This is straight science. These complexes and adaptogens help support your brain and your body's ability to organically support and manage and tolerate stress anxiety, and overwhelm. It helps your body systems do what they're designed to do, but it gives them that little boost. I also have been trying some of their new products. This is PYM Mood Magnesium, a dietary supplement. It's amino-infused magnesium to support stress, again, cognition, and sleep. Again, this is something I take in the morning in my smoothie, rounds out the edges of my day, rounds out the edges of my inner reality, and also, again, at night, helps me to fall asleep. I just watched a video about how powerful and effective magnesium can be and what a better alternative it is to taking some over-the-counter uh, sleep solution. 70 or something percent of uh, adult Americans are deficient in magnesium. It is a huge, huge, huge help and a secret weapon in my arsenal. Their mood magnesium was formulated by neuroscientists and nutritional psychiatrists. It includes three magnesiums with the most evidence to support their effects on stress and sleep, manganese L-theanate, malate, and glycinate. It's very effective in helping me fall asleep faster, sleep throughout the night, and wake up feeling rested. I can attest I took it last night and went out like a baby with no effort. It's delicious and easy to use thanks to the yuzu flavored power. Both of these products, guys, PYM is on a mission to end the stigma surrounding mental health and to make a better mood accessible to all. And a percentage of their profits, 1%, goes towards mental health nonprofits, including Bring Change to Mind. So get a little bit more control over your stress, your overwhelm, and your sleep, and your overall health by going to you can pym.com slash weird and use promo code weird for 15% off 
and show your support of the show. Again, that's youcanpym.com slash weird. Use promo code weird for 15% off and show your support of this show. Okay, I'm so sorry I interrupted you 9,000 times. It's all you, baby. No, no, no. It's all you. (laughs) Well, first of all, just a tiny little story before we get into to the untethered feeling. Um, I just realized as you were talking about eating your turkey sandwich, I had, I can't even really talk about it in detail yet because my stomach is still not totally back. But last night I ate Chinese food. Well, it was like, I can't, it's like Asian fusion food. I can't even talk about specifically what I ate. I can't just cause I saw it. <sighs> Let's not. But also there was like, I didn't eat the meat, but I got like a chicken curry and I didn't eat the chicken, but it definitely there was some animal fat in it. And I was hoping that it was chicken because I don't eat pork, but it looked it, like pork. It looked like pork and and it was just so bad. And oh God. <laughs> okay. So I just was up all night with Leela coughing. I was laying in her bed and she would have these huge long coughing fits like every 20 minutes, it mm. felt like. And, um, and it was making it impossible for me to sleep through my body rejecting what I had just eaten. Yeah. You want to shut down the hotel yeah, and let you it work can't. itself out. And it was like, I could feel my, as I'm waking up more, just like the, like becoming more aware of how upset my stomach was. Um, and anyway, so, but I did fall asleep for a brief time and I had one of those like heart racing because it was also like way too much sodium. So like my heartbeat was weird all night. And I had one of those like heart racing, like thrilling, I'm being chased dreams, like huge anxiety dreams. But I was being chased by 50 wild turkeys. What? I had a dream that I, and they were giant. (laughs) They were like my size. Oh my god! And there were fifty of them, but it was like a Thanksgiving, like robust, like turkey. This guy's ready. Yeah, this guy's ready, and they were all chasing me, and I was. It was like the running of the bulls. Oh my god! I'd go (laughs) to that. I need to just, uh, you know, we don't eat meat usually, and every time I do, it's there's something like that. So yeah. Um. Anyway, okay. Going back to the untethered. Well, the I had more to say. By the way, I just didn't want to rehash your your meal so let's, let's just move on <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no i just it was grossing me out too. It, it, it was gross i just uh, this is like when lisa gunger made those jalapeno poppers have we talked about this <laughs> no she put down a plate of jalapeno poppers and i know those have cheese in them but i was just sort of like oh i'll eat some jalapeno and it was dark yeah i want to stress that it was dark yeah she put down jalapeno poppers and she's like <laughs> i made jalapeno poppers and i ate one i think i ate two mm. and then what is wrong with me? Then I noticed that they were wrapped in bacon. <laughs> and like, I was like, I wasn't furious, but I was <laughs> like, why didn't you, you know, I don't eat meat. Like we've been friends for a long time. She, and she was like, yeah, I, I thought it was weird, but I'm like, I guess Pete eats bacon now. And I was like, I definitely don't eat bacon now. <laughs> And I, and it was also gross. It like was undercooked. Like it was just gross bacon. Like it wasn't even a good bacon cheat. I don't miss bacon, but if I'm gonna eat, fuck with it, it might as well be like crispy, crispy delicious, and it was perfect. Like this yeah. Sort of like half cooked, wrapped around a. Not to put it down, but it was like I do criticize Lisa's cooking. You criticize her, her pancakes are too light. Her pancakes are like white. They're like the movie Powder. I'm like, let it cook a little bit. Golden brown. <laughs> golden brown and i'm eating these like raw jalapeno poppers and i'm like why didn't you tell me and she's like jalapeno poppers have bacon on them i'm like no (laughs) they don't that's some sort of midwestern shit she's not even from the midwest but or in arizona yes or just like i mean new mexico that's her general gal's chicken you know what i mean (laughs) like that's a regional thing you go to TGI Fridays get jalapeno peppers. They are not wrapped. Or if they are, they're called bacon-wrapped jalapeno poppers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I ate two. Actually, you know who's the fool in this story, really? It's me. I ate two <laughs> indiscernibly bacon-flavored jalapeno poppers. Yes, of But course. I just was blindly trusting that, like... <laughs> Surely if, this isn't bacon. If bacon's in something, it's in the name of it. Bacon! Oh, no. they, le- they love to advertise that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, well, I was going to say the protein thing does, you know, I'm reading survival's, Empath's Survival's Guide, sur- ugh, Empath's Survival Guide, and it is, um, like, she talks about how empaths need protein, like, we have to, it's so, oh, really? it's so funny, I'm really trying to not judge myself for being so sensitive And being an empath, that's why I was recommended this book. And it does make me feel better about being an empath. But sometimes when you stand back, it's it feels laughable that I'm like, we need constant snacks. <laughs> like yeah. we're babies. It's the candy ass survival guide. <laughs> we're we're candy ass. I'm, jo- I'm telling you, in this house where people are coughing, you and and coughing Lee, obviously, I don't have to say my two favorite people. Every time you guys cough, I'm like, would you give it a rest? I know. And and it's I felt it's I an involuntary response. I know. It's it, it's too loud. It's too much. It's too much. Well, yesterday we were overwhelmed all day. And every I said to you, I was like, it's like every single thing Leela is doing is like an electric shock to my nervous system. Yes. Like, and then just then she started blowing a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like right on cue. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're just, we're sensitive. We're tensi- we're, I, I'm, I'm reclaiming candy ass. I am a candy ass. Yeah. You do some very brave things though. I know so you, you, I know you think, <laughs> I know you think it's not a big deal that you teach dance. I think I've told the story hmm. of when I led dance briefly in junior high. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I don't know if I have, but here it comes again. Fresh. There is no old Spider-Man. <laughs> this is the only time the story's ever existed. These sound waves hitting your ears right now. The only thing that's happening. <laughs> okay. Gym class. Picture a gym in a Quaker school. <laughs> it's just a basketball gym. Uh, and in the front, we had all the kids. It was probably third grade. All the kids were facing the wall. And one kid, we all had hula hoops, would lead the dance and we would mirror them. Mm. Does this sound familiar? Um, no. I okay. don't so. so, you know, some of the girls were like, jumping through it would all jump through it spinning it on their arm would spin it on her arm mm-hmm. and art art steven sills ass uh <laughs> is his initials said does anyone else want to go and my heart is thumping but i'm like this is my chance i I'm get to perform in, i'm gonna be in front of everybody yeah oh my god valerie uh, i'm wearing an itchy i think the sweater was red itchy red sweater and I, I go up to the front and I'm thrilled. Almost immediately it occurs to me, I have no moves. I, I remember doing the hand over hand, like walking sidestep and, and turning the, the, no. the hula hoop in front of me like you would yeah. a steering wheel. But just like bringing your hands together like two, two thumb puppets kissing. Oh my and I'm doing God. that and I'm going like, I think you're doing the hand over hand thing too much. Like, and the you person switch before switch to a new move. Yeah. Molly did that for most of hers. I'm doing the same shit. <laughs> oh my like, God. By I the know. way, I still have to fight against the urge to feel this way dancing at a wedding. I'm like, I'm doing this too much. <laughs> so I get hot and I feel like a fucking dork. I'm wearing like my least favorite sweater and it's itchy. So I put the hula hoop down. Everybody just pauses. Who knows what music we were listening to? Paul Abdul. <laughs> it was too early for that. Third grade. Oh my God. I take, so cute. I take the sweater off. I'm, I'm there. Underneath, I realize as the sweater comes off, I am wearing a skin tight tomato red turtleneck. <laughs> oh my God. Turtleneck. <laughs> Killing me. Skin tight, so my soft bulges. Oh. Long sleeve. Oh. Tomato red turtleneck. <laughs> and a, a turtleneck <laughs> under a sweater. Okay. Yeah. That's a thing. Uh-huh. Just a turtleneck. And a literally. <laughs> and yes, and tomato red. And the same color as the sweater? I think the sweater was dark red. Okay. Everyone is looking at me. Oh my! Literally, the whole class and Art Steven Sills are looking at me, and now I'm doing bad dance moves in a skin tight tomato red oh turtleneck. Oh my god! And I was, I was like, this is. Oh. 
It's when I, that, I, that might've been one of those early memories where I was like, yes, we want to be in front of people, but first we must micro plan every single moment. Yes. When to smile. What do we wear? What do we say? Never then, again. Yes. Never again <laughs> shall we be the fool. Oh my God. I love that story. You've Have you not heard it? never told me that. And God, I just wish I could time travel and love you at every age. <laughs> I mean, so I would cute I me. would love to see that kid because it would be like Leela. Yes, it would be like watching Leela. Just a doughy, pasty, tomato red boy going, mm. oh no, am I wearing my red turtleneck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm doing the hand over hand too much. I, I would want the inner monologue too. Oh God, oh, me too. So precious. So I you love it. do. We are candy asses, but not just me. We've talked about stand up and stuff, but like you do that, which to me, that's I'm not just saying nice. this. That's a nightmare. <laughs> that's like, very nice. We're gonna say. watch your body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be led by your body. Well, that's why you have to have a good relationship with your body beforehand. Um, that's very sweet of you. Thank you for saying that. And the truth is, this is what the what the book says about empaths is like we also and we experience this. Like we f- feel love and joy and all like intimacy and compassion on such a large scale. Like we're not just feeling the bad things on a large scale. No, that's why we're you wouldn't also, trade it for anything. Yeah. So it is, but it is funny to be like, so your full-time job is going to be managing your nervous system. Right. And you we'll give you higher it. highs, but you're going to have to manage more medium mediums yeah. and lower lows. Yes. And you're just going to have to like make regulating your nervous system, your, your career, your full-time job. Yeah. So that is, but that is also, and one of the ways is like eating protein to come back to earth like you did. So you intuited the right thing. Yeah. I was also in Charlotte, North Carolina. And if you put into Yelp vegan, it just gives you the finger. The finger, yeah. (laughs) The old joke. The old standby. But, um, but yeah, just, I mean, to go back just because you set me up so beautifully, that feeling of being really untethered, you can't think your way out of it because that's just putting you more into your, in your head. Mm. And then that's taking you out of your body even more. Oh, wow. I didn't even, yeah. Just like, where is the sensation? Can you relax? And and that's why when I start to feel untethered, I've said this so many times, but it is just in case it's helpful. When I start to feel that way, like, oh, I'm going up and up and up and up and up. I remember three words because I start to lose all of my resources. Like I've described it this way. I don't know if I have on the podcast, but it's like, being in the tornado in Wizard of Oz Mm. and you're like all your like fears and different things are going by and every once in a while you're like one of your resources to get through it will go by but you're kind of like what is that again I can't it went and then it like goes well I've never heard you put it that way that's what it feels like and so I it's really helpful to have or write it down or whatever just have like one simple thing that you go to when you're starting to feel that untethered feeling or maybe for other people, it's not untethered, it's rage. Maybe you like, you're starting to see red before you get possessed by the feeling. What do you remember? Yeah. And for me, it's nurture your body. I have to, cause I can't just go straight into like, where do I feel this in my body? I, I have to first be like, okay, nurture my body. Okay. I'm going to get my heating pad. I'm going to wrap myself in a blanket I'm going to put socks on. Yeah, I would have loved to be been put in a human-sized panini press. Yes. And that's what I've done with Leela. I did it one time and she like asks for it sometimes now. Or she did one other time. But when she is having a huge tantrum, I wrapped her in our down comforter. Mm. Like I just fully like tightly swallowed swaddled her swallowed her uh in the down comforter and she like was resisting it and then like sunk into it because it's like yeah there we just need to be held Mm. um so nurture your body just to start bringing the awareness back into the body and then it can be just the practice of like 
I'm starting to get, oh no, am I going to lose it again? And I'm like, okay, where do I feel this in my body? What Mm -hmm. is actually happening? And it's a relief. The second, like our minds, it's just like what we're saying about being in the present because it is the same. It's the body is a portal to the present. Even Eckhart Tolle says that. Your mind resists and resists. It's the scariest thing in the world. But the second you make the jump from your mind into your body, it is, you'll know it because it's a huge relief. You're like, right. All that's happening is my chest feels kind of tight and my stomach is clenching. Yeah. That's the only real thing. Everything else is story. Everything else is story. It's me making this like, Okay, I have panicked before. I will panic again. It's starting to happen. Here we go. Like, that's all story. The only thing that's happening is that there is an uncomfortable even, you can call it uncomfortable, but like an active sensation happening in my body. And the second you like shine a light and see really what's happening, it starts to dissipate. And then it might come back, but then it dissipates. And then you start to see that everything is moving all the time and no feeling is final. And I had this with your help, my, my, one of my most profound experiences of this, I'm sure we shared it maybe when it happened, but was, I was starting to, I was already sort of feeling uh, a little anxious and you watched that documentary about like the simulation theory that it's all simulation. And I remember I was also really hungry Again, empaths, empaths. So I was like chopping red peppers. I remember I was chopping red peppers and trying to cook something kind of frantically, already feeling a little shaky. And you were in the kitchen. Casually being like, <laughs> like and you know how everybody remembers it's mirror, mirror on the wall, but it's not. Yeah. That's a glitch. <laughs> I just saw that the house cleaners are pulling up. Oh, okay. Um, well, we can be done. But anyway, you were talking to me and then I was started to kind of, I was like, I'm freaking out. I'm starting to freak out. And you first started to be like, well, this is why, like, it's not scary because, and you were like trying to talk. Head stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, I can't. And then you had the good sense to be like, can I just, I think I need to just hold you. And you held me and all of that happened. It brought me back in my body. It regulated me. I noticed the peaks and passes. (laughs) Val's removing her heating pad. Yes. Very Val. Because also the The dog, the cleaner and the dog. Um, So like get back in that bod, you know? It's funny because (laughs) in my experience, I tried to think my way out of it. And I just want to say this for the record, like your thing is sort of, the first one, my thing mm. is an extension of the body. You know, the thinking is an. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to say you're right. <laughs> oh, like <thank> in you. <laughs> panic, in death, in suffering, in everything, go to the body first because yes. the thoughts. You can't think your way out of that stuff with trauma and grief. This is what our the person who we did the akashic reading with and and the breath work, uh, Krista Rauschenberg. This is what she said to me. It's so valuable. She's like. When it comes to grief and trauma, you can't think your way out of it. You you need touch, play, and breath. Mm. Those are the only ways to actually release it. TPB. TPB. That's what that was on Elvis's belt buckle, I think. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Valerie. Sorry to we did what we were roughly about. We, what we're do. contractually obligated to do in a made up thing. <laughs> I know. Uh, but we, would you close us out? I love this yeah, chat as I always did. Me too. Do. All right, babies, keep it crispy.